Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on 693 SENQ. Queensland made. But a very good morning to you, Hills. I'm back from the wilds of Rocky. I had a great day yesterday with the wizard. Yeah, was it wild? Although they're now calling him the Sorcerer of Sydney. Sorcerer <laughs> of Sydney, not the Earl of the East. He's, they've confined him to Sydney again. Well, I called him the Sultan of Sydney and I uh, was corrected. Uh, but no, it was a great day up there yesterday. Wonderful crowd. But uh, what about this? I've just walked into massive breaking news. Nick Kyrgios into the Wimbledon mm. final without lifting a racket. Yes, well, a text from Murray sums up what we were going to go through tonight, doesn't mm. it? Just been contemplating... Rafa v Nick looks like the mind power and willpower versus the grass court power game. My tip, no idea. No, <laughs> I've got to say, I was really looking forward to it. It was yeah. the semi final that we'd craved right the way from the start of this competition, and it's not going to happen. I think Rafa has destroyed this tournament. <laughs> His father wanted him to quit in the fifth set two nights ago. And he said, no, I don't quit, I win. And he wins and then he quits. Mm. Come on. We, now, Taylor Fritz should play Nick Kyrgios tonight. That doesn't happen, mate. You I know, know it doesn't happen, but it should. Well, if someone walks out having got injured beating you, you're the next in. You can't have a blank draw. Mm. Well, we're going to hear from Rafa very shortly. He has spoken. We haven't had any reaction from uh, Curios yet, but we've got a huge show coming up, and uh, we've got our fave. We haven't even Glenn got... Lazarus. Lazo. He'll be back to win another premiership yeah, soon, the, probably. One of the greatest premiership winners of all yeah. time because it's, it's a huge weekend for the Bronx. They've got uh, the Dragon Sunday afternoon at Suncorp, mm. uh, but it's celebrating the 30 years. Since 30 their first years. Premiership. Boy, it's flown, hasn't it? He already had maybe one one with Canberra, Lazo. Mm. And then helped Melbourne to their yeah, first. late 90s was helping Melbourne to mm. their first. Yeah, he's a marvel. Yeah. He's a marvel. I've always said, uh, you know, they've ridden, I think, a lot. And we know Alf's influence over the club was just unbelievable. And Kevy. Kevy was just, a you know, a premiership winning machine. But they're one on the back of power forwards. And he looks at the likes of, of Petro and Webby. And, and Lazo, of course, they were three of the – they should be immortalised within that club, Ooh. as far as I'm You've concerned. You've been listening to Webby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tells me daily, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, they, they claim that he was a massive part of the Broncos' uh, ascension, uh, Glenn Lazarus, his ability to hit lines, good pace mm. and offload yeah. for a prop. Yeah, are you? Oh. He had all the skills. It was, And I think that's the way their game's heading again now. You know, we're talking about the players with freedom to throw it around in their own 20s. Mm. That Lazarus had it then, right? So we're going back to those times. 
and the Walker brothers. That's why they coach, yeah. right? As they told us, as Ben told us this week. Uh, it then went into the specialist side of things where Webby, you bash and barge. Get, stay on your front, play the ball quick. Mm. Petro, same. There weren't a whole lot of offloads in out of those two, but it was just field position and speed of play the ball. Yeah, and intimidation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Webby used to intimidate them at training. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he could nail the trainers uh, and yeah. the media manager. Can I blow our own trumpet? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I had to take a, a slightly early mark yesterday to make my flight to Rocky to, yes. to go up and do the Calcutta That's lunch. slightly, is it? Well, okay. An hour, one yeah. third of the show. Mm. On yeah, this just year, third so of the sorry. show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, I had no we got choice. it going. I don't we got it going. It came but good. I had a wonderful call, and then, uh, I, we didn't really acknowledge my great mate Anthony George, who I worked with. AJ, AJ uh, you uh, gave him heaps of airtime. Uh, yeah, he, far he too much actually. Organised, but sorry, he said AJ. he heard me sign off, and uh, he knew I was in the car uh, heading out to the airport, and he just called and he said, "Hey." He said, uh, Eddie's called me after the interview. He said he just loved the interview. He said he, he, he thought it was just a heap of fun and he, he loved chatting to you two blokes. And, of course, he loves you and he admires you. We know that, that Eddie, you know, not only is a, just a wonderful rugby coach, but he has a great, a great love of all sports and a great interest in all sports. And, of course, he loved having a chat to you as well. So, yes, a little feather in our cap. He, the, Eddie loved it. And, of course, he comes up against the, the Wallabies uh, tomorrow night at Suncorp. Almost sold out, but not quite oh, because we've, we've got a couple of tickets. Oh, righto. We do, yeah. <laughs> we've got two double passes. You can get yours at, t- at Ticket Tick if you miss out this morning. Tick-tick. We've got two double one? passes and they're gold class as well, Hills. Yeah. Well, All you've got to do is be part of the show during the morning. Give us a call, 13 13 55. That's on the Brighton Homes open line. And you could find yourself heading to Wallabies v England tomorrow night. Always one of the great occasions. Get into Caxton Street, soak up the atmosphere at the Pato, the Caco, or Gambaros, wherever you want to go, and then roll on down to the stadium and get stuck into this uh, Wallabies England clash tomorrow night in front of a massive crowd yeah. at Suncorp, sitting in your gold class seat. So there it is. That's the number, 13, 13, 55. Uh, join us. Give us your thoughts on whatever's happening. You know, What are your thoughts on this sudden withdrawal of yeah. Rafa through injury? And the vacant semi final spot. What yeah. a waste. Imagine um, the broadcasters. Yeah, Nick just waits now. I Karen. want to, I want to, I want to take you back, Paddy, to Rockhampton. How was it? And how was Willie Pike? You got to talk to him. Yeah. Where'd you take him? Willie, Willie was well. He's been taken all over CQ, and uh, uh, when I, at last I left, the CEO and the, the chairman of the club were offering him his choice of the finest beasts in central Queensland to relocate up there. Several of the leading real estate uh, agents were offering him land. Yes. to move up there yes. uh, with the family and the kids, a place on the water down near Yapoon. <laughs> they very keen. They loved him. They absolutely loved him. He's, Take he, all he, that. He's pretty quietly spoken. Does he have to live there all the time? Oh, no. Like the, it was all a little bit of a, you know. <laughs> but, uh, look, he, he's been heavily invested. Apparently they've, look, they've had him out fishing. They've had him out visiting the farms because he's a, he's a rural boy. He comes mm. from uh, Coolgardie, a little mining town out near uh, Kalgoorlie and those sort of places. And, uh, yeah, he's just he was a, he was a lovely, lovely man. So where unaffected did you, by now that you told me where they took him, right? Now where did you take him? Well, where you know, the did you go club. into bad times? You know, yeah, has yeah, he had yeah. tough times. When have they been? Yeah, I said, look, I'm going to go all sixty minutes on you here. I said, you were the king of the hill, and you know, just completely dominating all WA racing and doing whatever you like, and had you know, riding for the biggest owners and all that sort of thing. Uh, and yet you decided to turn your back on it because you wouldn't be vaccinated. And he said basically he had a really, really bad reaction to a flu jab, 
quite a few years ago now and was sick, you know, really sick for a couple of weeks. And, and that's said, the last few ja- he flu said, jab he had too. He said, I'm not going to do it again. Mm. That's his choice. And he said, this has been completely different. He said, there was a little bit of hostility, a little bit of animosity when he came to Sydney because he had he carried such a big reputation and they wanted him to change in a different room because he wasn't vaxxed, et cetera. So there was that uh, that animosity there. But, uh, look, he was he was open and honest and, uh, yeah, he was... Yeah, he was he was great to talk to yesterday. Hey, we've got our first callers. These uh, uh, Mick from uh, from Griffin uh, is joining us again. Uh, Mick, uh, these couple of uh, tickets to uh, the possibly possibility of winning a couple of tickets to the Wallabies England match has got you peaked very early in the morning. Morning, mate. Morning, boys. How are you? We're very well. well thank thanks, you. Mick. You're up and about early. Hey, put yeah, uh, that's it on the way to work, boys. I just wanted to start off with like. You guys are just changing the morning radio landscape. Like, not only is the banding good, it's really informative. And I'm like, yeah, the last couple of weeks since I've switched switched over the app to the radio, you boys are killing it. Uh, Thanks, Mick. Thanks, Mick. Um, And now, Mick, what do you reckon about... Uh, so should someone replace Rafa in the draw at Wimbledon (laughs) or we have a blank, a blank semi-final? I'm with you there, Hills. I reckon we uh, definitely almost should step oh. up and play him, you know? Yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't do that, Mick. I mean, it's not... You can't do that. Hey, Jeez. You don't have a blank. Ah. Oh, even if, even yeah, if you're, you're not allowed to win. You're not going <laughs> to... Yeah, exactly right. You're not, you're, you want a little bit of form going into your grand final. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. You There's every likelihood, and I'm, I'm not ruling that... that that uh, Norrie's going to beat Joker, but there's every likelihood it's going to be a, a Nick Kyrgios Joker uh, final, and uh, that's something we can look forward to. Oh, hey, the, mate, thank you. Thanks, and, Mick. And you're going to go straight into the draw Enjoy for those. Boys, uh, have a great day. Yeah, you too, mate. Enjoy work. We've got uh, Andrew from Mount Cotton. Boy, they're fired up this morning. Andrew, a very good morning to you. Yeah, good day, Pat. Um, we met at the PGA. I used to drive you around on the, uh, on the golf cart. Ah, <laughs> now hang on a minute, mate. Right to the pie van. Most most people believe that I used to walk the full eighteen <laughs> holes by myself. Let's be careful here. <laughs> I don't want you giving away too many secrets. <laughs> no, those those were fun times down at Pine. Yeah. They were, yeah. They, uh, I'm I'm actually going down there tonight, mate, to uh, help compare the Gold Coast Sports Star of the Year. So it'll be uh, uh, happy times back at Royal Pines Unreal. tonight. Um, are you tipping? Do you think the the Wallabies have got England covered, Andrew? Is it Andrew? Yeah. Yeah, being a uh, being a bit of a box fan myself, uh, yep. it's going to be a, a cracker, and uh, I'd love to take my boys in uh, and and give them a taste of some uh, Wallaby England action. Yeah, oh, right, brilliant. Eh? All right, mate. Well, listen, you're you're in the draw for those gold class seats. Uh, Mark Braybrook will be. Uh, be doing the draw a little later on. We've got gold class seats for that Wallabies England. Thanks, mate, and thanks for joining us on the show this morning. Oh, thanks for driving Thank him around. Awesome. Love the show. Love the show. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Go mate. Nick Curios. Go Nick Curios. Right, exactly. Right. See, what, see, what we're missing out on tonight is two blokes who don't particularly like or respect each other, mm. you know, in Rafa and Curios. Mm. It started in 2014 when, when Curios beat him. And then tomorrow night, Joker and Curios quite like each other. Mm. You know, they, you know, Kyrgios was supporting of Djokovic in the non-vax stance for yeah. the Australian Open. So we were going to get the contrast of both. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen, Rafa has spoken in the last hour or so. Uh, it's a tear in his, in his abdominal muscle. 
And uh, he, he went in for scans yesterday and then apparently went to a far-flung court at SW19 uh, and tried to work through it. And it hasn't happened. Uh, and he's he's spoken to the to the media in in England uh, not all that long ago. Unfortunately, as as you can imagine, if I am here, it's because I have to uh, to pull out from the tournament. No, um, as everybody saw yesterday, I I have been suffering uh, with the uh, with the pain in the abdominal. I know something uh, was not okay there, as, as yesterday I said. And uh, yeah. Uh, that's confirmed. I have um, a tear in the in the muscle, in the abdominal. So um, uh, the communication is too late because even like that, I was thinking during the the whole day about uh, the decision to make. But uh, I think it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did he say he pulled out? <laughs> I think he's still playing. I have to enjoy. He ain't playing. <laughs> what about that? He still took a day, having found out he had a massive tear in his abdominal. Mm. <laughs> so, the last Australian Wimbledon winner, men's. Who was it? Oh, Lou Hode. <laughs> <laughs> it was Leighton, 20 years ago. Oh, no, come on. 20 years ago, the last time they... Uh, it's, a, it's a massive news morning. And uh, we, we haven't even scraped the surface. I mean, what about the Sharks giving uh, the, the storm a pull through mm-hmm. last night and Geelong now top of the table? So there's so much to talk about today during the show. And we'd love you to join us because there's a chance of winning those uh, gold-class seats to Suncorp Stadium tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, I should say, Wallabies v England. Just give us a call, 13 13 55. Breakfast with Pat and Heels on 693 SENQ. Traffic and weather together. Morning, everyone. We do have a crash this morning. It's a Tui Road, Taragindi, just involving one car. So some delays through there. There's a stationary vehicle on the Gateway Motorway southbound at Stretton. Uh, there's been an accident also at Deception Bay, on Deception Bay Road at Bailey Road. So watch out for that. There's a bit of congestion around, as you'd expect. Hoyland Street at Bracken Ridge, South Pine Road at Everton Park, at Kingsford Smith Drive at Hamilton, as well as Jubilee Terrace at Barden. The forecast today Sunny conditions, a top of 20 degrees for Brisbane. We're staying sunny over the weekend with tops of 19. How perfect. Right now, it's 12 degrees. Aren't you full of... St. Cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Heels on 693 SENQ. Queensland made. What a morning, Heels. Big news if you're just joining us. Rafa, out of Wimbledon. Nick Kyrgios straight through to the final where he'll play the winner of Djokovic or Norrie. Yeah. I wonder if he could just... I wonder if he's hoping for a little meltdown mm. by Djokovic mm. and get Norrie, but that that will be a chaotic final too. So one of our callers has said, I agree with Heels. Kyrgios should play Fritz tonight. That ain't happening. Broadcasters wouldn't be happy without a men's semi. You're, you're darn right they're not happy without a men's semi. Yeah. And apparently the patrons won't be all that happy. Mark Braybrook's telling oh, me that... imagine uh, that. ...that there's going to be no refunds. Hey, that's, that's what I'm hearing. Rafa's going to go out and have strawberries and cream with all of them. So, that's incredible. Yeah. They can walk around and watch the boys and the girls' doubles finals or something. Well, they've had the mixed doubles final this morning. Hasn't been great news for... No, they uh, were the seniors. They were the adults. (laughs) And go and watch the juniors. But uh, Sam and Matt Ebden uh, have been beaten in the mixed doubles final uh, this morning. So so much happening. Did you get any tips in Rockhampton yesterday? 
Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yes. Uh, let's go round the grounds for Rainbird, the intelligent use of water. Saturday afternoon, Gold Coast v Richmond at Metric. It's all in the southeast. Saturday night, of course, Wallabies v England. And uh, all you've got to do is join us on 13, 13, 55. And uh, just join the show this morning. Talk about whatever you'd like uh, in relation to sport. And you have a chance of picking up a couple of Gold Class tickets to go see the test. Sunday afternoon, early start, one ten at the Gabba. So you can roll from one to the other here. Lions v Essendon. Lions ravaged by injury and COVID. And then, of course, you've got the big one, the Broncos Dragons, 4 p.m. Suncorp, where it's the, the celebration 30 years of their uh, of their first premiership. So, and, and as I said, we'll have Lazo on the show a little later on. So that's around the grounds for Rainbird, the intelligent use of water. Um, you throw in an origin on Wednesday night, and then you've got the, the EPL match as well, yeah. Aston Villa and Leeds. What a week. We had Alan Graham on early during the week, and it's just unbelievable. What the hell are they doing tonight? Why isn't there a game of something there tonight? I'm going to stay um, within the, the celebration of the 30 years for the Bronx of their first premiership mm-hmm. for Stump Heels this morning. Breakfast with Pat and Heels on 693 SENQ. Traffic and weather together. Stump Heels on SENQ. Thanks to the Queensland Garden Expo on this weekend. It is on this weekend at uh, Nambour. Oh, it'd be huge. The weather's perfect. All right. Name two of the four players on the bench for Brisbane in the 19... He's been pretty oh. kind here today. Only two of the four in the oh. 1992 grand final win over St. George. 28-8 it was. Dominant win. Alf was Clive Churchill medalist. Two tries. But I want two of the four players who came from the bench. Who's the fullback? In that victory. Uh, no, no, who no Who was clues. the fullback? No clues. You don't know, do you? No, I don't. Actually. Yeah, that's why you check. It's nothing to do with Stump Heels. I just thought I'd try that in. <laughs> Julian O'Neill. That was it. Um, Jules. Yes. So two of the four benchies. And, yes. you know, we, we we saw the September step, didn't we? Probably Alan Can. And then uh, that's when he first pulled it out. What about um, the bench players? Do you think they were impact players like they are now or were they dead set reserves when you needed them? Um, let me have a look at them here because I've got them here. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Righto. Uh, right, I'm that trying doesn't to help forwards. you much, does no, it? No, I've got, I've got nothing forwards and backs. Mm. Plathy, was Plathy around then? Have to be. I'd say he was that type of player, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Madison was a forward and he kicked four out of five. I did a bit of research here. Um, mm, righto. Mm. Well, while you're contemplating that... Um Pretty, it turned out to be reasonably controversial this match last night. Sharks dominated, so I, I've uh, I've been helping Webby with his tips <laughs> right. each week, uh, and I just I just he's thought dreadful, that, I reckon. Well, he's trailing Gilly at the moment. That means but, that's you. Yeah, I, I, yeah, basically okay. it is me. Right. But I did tip the Sharks for him last night. They had it all wrapped up twenty nil at uh, half time, which I think it was their biggest lead, their biggest half time lead over the Storm in uh, in about eighteen years. Uh, and they, they dominated. But uh, Bellamy, I don't know. He'd, he'd be at wit's end at the moment. I know they were without Munster and a couple of others, but uh, well, the, 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 the Storm just aren't looking great at the moment. With all due respect, you know, I, they, the, their footy in that first half was was pretty off the charts, to be quite honest. And um, I thought we don't, you know, I thought we were still in the game at 10-0, and then 
um, you know, turned turn the game there. You know, we, we missed kicking the touch and then they scored off that and then ended up at 20 0 at half time. You know, I, I didn't think we deserved that, but we got it. Yeah, I believe that's Cronulla in the background. Yeah, it's that song. <laughs> Wouldn't you but, just hate that? So, uh, see, he's not up with 10, is he? That that's a very constructive comment, and mm. you know he he's of the belief that they they shouldn't have been so far behind. We're playing better than that, and Cronulla were playing really good. Remember that half Cronulla put on the Talakai half. Yeah, early. they it's can do manly. that, eh? I wonder if they can put two of them together. Mm. Holy, they're going to be a real challenge. Well, uh, there was an ill-tempered night for Brandon Smith. He was sin-binned while he was in possession. Just a bit scratchy. So isn't it? yeah, he's given the ref uh, a mouthful. And uh, then clashed with spectators as he was going up the tunnel. Mm. And, uh, you know, he waved to them and then it got a little nastier than that. So uh, the coach also spoke about that. I thought we were getting the penalty, but then he ended up in the bin. Like, I don't know what he said. Um, obviously, you know, we don't want our players, um, you know, showing that sort of disrespect for the, the referees. And I think they say it won't happen again. Do you believe him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That he doesn't know what he said. Uh, well, I mean, in, in the heat of battle, he probably doesn't. I mean, he, he would he would have spoken to him That's right. Now. The first question would have been, what would you say? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it, Bobby Simpson came straight to me in Barbados yeah. when, when Desmond Haynes had his bat pointed at me, you know, conflict on the ground. And so, and I was rattled for the next hour and a half before lunch. <laughs> I'd have been rattled get, for the next year and a half. Get, it's his home ground. Here he is walking at me. I look around thinking, oh, my slips will be right here behind me, all backing me up. No one. They're still way over there. And Desi's walking with his bat pointing at me. I'll see you after the game. Oh, God. Anyway, I go in at lunch an hour and a half later, hour and 15 later. Oh, here comes Simo. Simo says, Righto, what'd you say? What happened out there? <laughs> they they are straight away, don't worry. And and when I explained myself to Simo, he goes, Are you sure that's all? You know, because Desi must have been under big pressure. I didn't say a whole lot that, that really mm. got under his feathers. And uh, you know, but I'm sure Craig Bellamy knew by the time of the press conference what Brandon Smith had said. The Stump Heels question is name two of the four players on the bench for Brisbane in their historic 1992 grand final win over oh. St. George. And it is just gone 6.30 here on Breakfast with Patton Heels. Yep, always good fun. Matty Johns with Morning Glory after 9 o'clock this morning. Wallabies v England tomorrow night. Suncorp, Suncorp's centre of attention for the next week or so. Tickets almost sold out, but we've got... And you can get yours from Ticket Tech. But we've got a couple of doubles to give away in gold class seating. 13, 13, 55. Is that number heels? All right, stump heels. You've been going through this. You've been just ignoring me during the news. I was not. I was I was talking way too much and didn't concentrate. But mm-hmm. um, I'd looked up these this game, so I know this one. I, I'm going to say Plathy. I didn't really know Plathy. Mm-hmm. Um, Plathy and Gigi yep. are two of the benchies. Mm-hmm. Who are the other two? Mark Hone. Oh, honey. Yes. And the boss of tyre power from just around the corner. Oh, from TC. The, yeah. Oh, I did see him. That's one or two. It doesn't help me. I lost the week. Uh, Mark Owen, Andrew G, John Plath, Tony Curry. Okay. Happy? No, you're not. Yeah, I won. 
<laughs> Sports update with Mark Braybrook now. Thanks to Sean Unify, your national uniform experts for construction, healthcare, government, hospitality. They've got the lot. Corporate, retail, transport and logistics. Cronulla 28, Melbourne 6 in the NRL last night. Tonight, the Knights will take on South Sydney. Jordan McLean is out of the New South Ooh. Wales side. Poor bloke with a hamstring injury. Jacob Saifidi comes into the squad. Uh, you hope he gets another chance, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, What's he, 30 not, now, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. waited a long time for an opportunity. He, he spoke to the media before uh, you know, he had to speak to his kids. Yeah, Australia v Sri Lanka this afternoon in the second test in Gaul. They're Glenn Maxwell, they're talking up maybe coming in. We'll talk mm. about that a little Pretty bit good later. Move, that, I reckon. The Lions have seven players missing for the game against Essendon this weekend and Geelong 12-9-91 defeated Melbourne 9-9-63. And Nick Kyrgios into the final. He becomes the third player in history to reach a Grand Slam final via walkover. And when you consider how many Grand Slam finals there have been, for him to just be the third player to do that, um, he's in an elite club. Can he go on and win it? Time will tell. Now, thanks to Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. Round 14 of the Host Plus Cup this weekend. Wynnum take on the PNG Hunters. Uh, and the Hunters will be able to play their final three games at home this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave Maiden from the QRL told me yesterday on the Host Plus Cup show, he just came, got off the plane from PNG when we chatted and everything's right for the Hunters to return home. They've had uh, three of their players have lose, lost family members recently um, and haven't been able to get home. One player two weeks ago lost his mum uh, and haven't mm. been able to get home. It's just been it's awful. awful for the, the Hunters. And some of their players, I spoke to Matt Church, didn't even know how to turn a TV on. Had never seen flushing toilets yeah. um, because of the villages they live in, and they've been away from that environment for. A, Why a long haven't they time been now. able to get home? Because of the COVID issue, um, oh. and the fact that if they went home, they may not have been able to get back. No, et cetera. you, you yeah. can't come back. Yeah, probably. But yeah. she should go home for a family member, wouldn't you? Capras and Falcons at Rocky uh, tomorrow afternoon, four o'clock. That match on SEN. Blackhawks and Magpies at Townsville Saturday afternoon. The Bears and the Jets at Pizzy Park on Saturday. The Dolphins mm-hmm. and Tweed at Redcliffe Saturday night. And then on Sunday, the Devils and the Cutters at Bishop Park and Tigers and Pride at Langlands. That's thanks to Bartons. Bartons online all the time at bartons.net.au and Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians, run only to benefit its members. Search Compare Host Plus today. You going down to Pizzy Park? No. Uh, no, not for some reason. I don't think I, I haven't thought of it this week, so I must have something on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're giving you the chance to live out a dream as well. Join SENQ's commentary team for the State of Origin Decider. From our corporate suite, so the best seats in the house, obviously, food and drink provided. Uh, we'll, uh, you'll sit beside the man who's about to uh, chat, uh, Scotty Sattler, to call Queensland. All you have to do is record yourself calling some of the game. We've had a, quite a few entries already, only 15 or 20 seconds, and then tag us on Instagram or Facebook at SENQLD, so SEN Queensland, or email us, Patton Heels, one word, Patton Heels, at sen.com.au, or you can give us a call on 13 13 55. Uh, entries close on Sunday. It is 6.36 here on Breakfast with Patton Hills. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on 693 SENQ. Queensland, Maine. Hey, don't forget, before or after the Wallabies v England or the Bronx v Dragons at Suncorp this weekend, head into KFC Milton. It's finger-licking good, and to make it easier to download the KFC app for exclusive deals, secret menus, and lots more. 
Hey, thanks to uh, Australasian Academy of Tennis Coaches providing quality coach education across the globe. Inquire and enrol at aatc.tennis. That means Brett Phillips is on the line. Brett, this is just uh, huge news. Huge news. Yeah, good morning, guys. Yeah, uh, broke around uh, right about four o'clock uh, this morning that um, Rafael Nadal uh, had uh, pulled out of his uh, semi-final against uh, Nick Kyrgios. And we, we'd seen some footage, Pat, about uh, two hours before that out on the practice court. And he certainly you know, wasn't going at uh, full tilt. He was, though, um, uh, looking OK. And we thought, OK, if he's out on the practice court, that's you know probably a, a good sign. But then I'm thinking back uh, to the end of that match against Taylor Fritz and just the way he spoke, uh, you know, there had to be some real uh, doubt. And look, Rafa, the only time we can recall is the French Open 2016. Third round, he was due to play Marcel Granollers, a fellow Spaniard, and he um, withdrew pre-match. I mean, of course, he's retired uh, mid-match in Grand Slams uh, before uh, when he's been injured. But uh, yeah, not many times that he's had a walkover. And look, he just simply said... You know, I can't, I can't get myself together physically to play two matches to win a Grand Slam, and uh, you know he's got the rest of the year to look ahead to as well. If you tear it even more, the um, that abdominal region, then it, it jeopardises a US Open later in the year. And he's, yeah, I mean, he's got to make these decisions, I suppose, at the age of 36 and the wear and tear on his body. But yeah, disappointing we don't get a uh, a semi final. And how about that? I'm just getting used to it off the tongue, padded heels. You know, yeah. Nick Kyrgios. Wimbledon finalist. Could be Wimbledon <laughs> champion. It's uh, blowing my mind. Yeah, well, you've probably caught up with this, but Kyrgios has just recently posted on Instagram with a photo of he and Nadal after a recent match uh, with a caption, different players, different personalities. Uh, at Rafael Nadal, I hope your recovery goes really well and we all hope to see you healthy uh, soon. Till next time. So a classy, yep. classy response from Kyrgios and uh, just looking uh, at the, uh, there's so much that has been written about this, but it's the first walkover into a Wimbledon final and just the second in a Grand Slam men's mm-hmm. semi-final in the open era since Richard Krajicek was forced out in 92. Yeah. He'll be yeah. looking He'll be looking to make the most of it too, Nick, I'm sure. Um, there was some – can you explain us, if you can, Brett, the distress that – uh, between Rafa at the time where the stomach was playing up and his father wanting him to finish. He, he was happy enough, but Rafa decides not to. Yeah, well, that, that was certainly evident on camera uh, when uh, sort of the camera panned to, to Papa in the box and uh, he was certainly um, appealing to Rafa to maybe call it quits right there and then. He's been with him every step of the way. He knows uh, these signs uh, with his son that... Uh, look, Rafa was adamant when he spoke to the media that he made the right call, uh, that he felt good enough to keep playing, and it's just not in his DNA no. uh, you know, to just withdraw. He, he'll play until his you know, legs half dangling off. Um, yeah. That's just Rafa on the dial. So, yeah, it's obviously you know, not ideal that he then had to go on and play a four-and-a-half-hour match. Uh, if it had been closed out in straight sets, it might have been you know, possibly a different decision. So if I was a betting man, which I am, you'd have to say now more than likely Kyrgios-Djokovic final. You would think so, uh, Pat. I mean, Cam Norrie's going to have every person inside centre court tonight barracking for him. So it's going to be an incredible atmosphere. But, I mean, Novak's been used to that right across his career, hasn't he? Yeah, having people against him or not being in his corner uh, for a full stadium. Uh, but, look, the way Djokovic has been playing, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough task for Norrie to uh, certainly go the distance. Uh, he might claim a set potentially, he might get the crowd into it, but uh, to beat Novak best of five is um, yeah, going to be a huge challenge. So, yeah, Djokovic and 
Kyrgios, and Kyrgios has beaten him twice. In fact, not dropped a set to Novak in their two meetings. Uh, so who knows what might happen on yep. Sunday. Hey, a good tournament for Matt Abdon? Well, I hope he's still got some legs in him. <laughs> Unbelievable today. Uh, he and Max Purcell, this is a great story. The fourth, fifth setup. They have played this tournament. Second time they've come from two sets to love down. They beat the top seeds, uh, Joe Salisbury and Rajiv Ram, through to the men's doubles final. Now, their opponents are to be confirmed. I've just come home in the last half hour or so, and that was still going in the fourth set uh, to see who they'll play. But, yeah, what a story. From you know coming together at the US Open last year, they're 23-8 and eight as a combination. Australian Open final, Wimbledon final, quarterfinal US Open, They've won a tour title in Houston, and they've been a runner-up on the tour as well. So, ten years um, separating them in age. The uh, the older brother looking after the uh, the younger brother, and uh, they've been an awesome combination. But unfortunately, Matty just lost uh, the mixed doubles final with Sam Stoza. Um, not because he didn't have the energy in the leagues, but just beaten by a, a bit of pairing today. And Neil Skupski and Desiree Krupchik, who went back to back. <laughs> That's a good named pair. So, uh, yeah, we have we saw the women's finals too, or semi-finals. Uh, Halep didn't get over the line, and Ons Jabeur did. So. No. Great stuff. Yeah, great stuff for Ons Heels. First ever African woman through to a Grand Slam uh, final. She is a delight on and off the court. Plays a beautiful brand of tennis, and yeah, three sets over Tatiana Maria today. And Alina Rybakina, the first ever Kazakh uh, to make a singles final, uh, Yaroslava Shvedova, who used to wear the Sam Stoza type sun- sunnies. Uh, she won a couple of doubles titles back in the day, but yeah, that's um, a final we didn't predict pre-tournament, and gee, Roy Buckner, she, uh, she hits the ball extremely well. Two such contrasting game styles for a women's final, which it should make it pretty compelling. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, mate. It's a frantic morning up here. We really appreciate your time as usual. We will chat to you again Monday when we will know all. Pleasure. Yeah, thanks again, Brett. Brett. Thanks, Brett, guys. Brett Phillip, SEN's tennis commentator at 6.48 here with Breakfast and Patton Heels. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Heels on 693 SENQ. Queensland made. Second test, Wallabies v England tomorrow, Suncorp Stadium. Big crowd going, tickets almost sold out. But you're still a chance to get yours at Ticketek, or you could win a couple of Gold Class tickets by giving us a call this morning on the Brighton Homes open line 13 13 55. So much to discuss. Right now, we're going to discuss a little bit of racing. The Tab Queensland Winter Greyhound Racing Carnival is here. Gamble responsibly, and if you need a little bit of assistance, don't forget, give them a call on 1800 858 858 to give us a little bit of assistance in finding a winner in what is a massive weekend. Because we've got Rocky Newmarket today, we've got Doombin, we've got Bow Desert Cup. The big goodbye will be running at Doombin on uh, Saturday afternoon at one twenty-eight. Here's Chris Nelson. It's all happening, guys. That's for sure. <laughs> I see Bundy and Coach back too. You beautiful. Yeah, Bundy and Coach back. Yeah, he's uh, always got his share of supporters. He looked good winning a trial at the Sunshine Coast Tuesday week back. So. Yeah, Bundy and Coke will be uh, well supported. But uh, as you say, Paddy, a, a really big weekend of racing, not only uh, Derma with a Group 3 and a listed race, but Rocky Cup, which I know you're looking forward to mm-hmm. in a big way. And uh, the Bow Desert Cup tomorrow. We've got a meeting on the Poly track on uh, on Sunday afternoon, of course, at the Sunshine Coast as well. That track just wouldn't have come up with the meeting last Saturday in the rain earlier this week. Oh, you love the Poly track now, don't you? You had magnificent tipping it, form. 
Yeah. Out of no, your three tips, three tips, two firsts and a second, you're on fire. Yeah, I know. It was, uh, it was a reasonably good day. But, look, the one thing you can be sure of with the poly track, and it's always well, even if it's wet, it's dry, if that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> it's, not, uh, it's not a heavy... I don't like heavy tracks, as you know, so uh, I'd much rather the poly track. And there is one there on Sunday, which I'll get to, that we need to keep a really close eye on going forward, but I'll get to that towards the end of the segment, guys. No, no, you better find a winner for us. Doombin was a heavy nine yesterday. No update as of this morning, but it has to be probably a heavy eight. We might go around on the soft seven tomorrow. Now, there's a few here, I think, it's uh, at value prices. Race two, number four, Dealings Done. There's a horse that won a, a race at the Gold Coast last start. I just love the way that he knuckled down late, and he really found the line. So the extra trip, I think, uh, tomorrow will suit him. He can back him each way in a winnable race. So race two, number four, dealing is done. Uh, we go to race four, number nine, vaccine. Topical tip, yes. Tony Golan trains vaccine. A maiden winner at Doombin last time out. Another one that was very strong late. And I think we'll uh, handle the extra trip or is looking for the extra trip. Uh, vaccine hasn't been around on a wet track, but is by a very good wet track sire. So vaccine each way at almost double figure odds. And race nine, number two, Charmy Baby just continues to race well. All prep has raced well, loves the wet ground, uh, drops back from probably some tougher races as well. I think it'll be hard to beat. As I say, they're all $5 or better. Race nine, number two, Charmy Baby, the final one. You better give us something in Rocky. Well, I haven't got anything, Rocky. I had uh, all that pizzazz for Tony Golan and I will run well, but I can't remember if it was actually today or tomorrow, all that pizzazz yeah, in the first good. race. It's a bit going on. Um, yeah, there is a bit going on. Plus, I wasn't sure about that track. It was a soft seven last time I checked. I get the feeling it's improving that quickly up there. It might even be back to good. So I don't want to give you a wet track tip if the track is dry. But on Sunday afternoon at the Sunshine Coast, guys, toe the line, race one, number eight for, uh, for Stuart Kendrick. Now, this is a filly who's only had one start, and she ran third behind She's Got the Boom in the Jewel at the Gold Coast, worth half a million dollars. Not a bad debut, and she was on the wrong part of the track there. That was a very, very good effort. Now, she... Uh, she turned up at the trials at the Sunshine Coast last week and she bolted in by about four lengths. She ran quick time and Tiffany Brooker did not move on her. Uh, she was very, very good. So look out for her. I think she's a horse that's going to uh, really make a name for herself. Thank you, mate. Really yeah, appreciate it. We're pressed for time this morning, but you're in great tipping form. We'll be following them all. The tab, Queensland Winter Greyhound Racing Carnival at Albion Park. It's the place to chase. We've got Josh from Holland Park joining us. Morning, Josh. Have we got Josh? Josh, how are you, Hi, mate? Hi, guys. How are you? Oh, very well, thank yeah, you. Good, guys. That's on? good. Hey, uh, look, I, I just, just my thoughts on Kyrgios. Like, I'm really happy for the guy. Um, he's worked hard. He's, he's pulled his, his head in and he's put his head down and worked hard on, on his tennis game and making the grand final, whether he's uh, pulled a bit of a Stephen Bradbury or he, or he deserves <laughs> Um But... I just wish he'd cut out some of the stuff he's doing. Like, like respect the game. Don't don't wear your red shoes and your red hat on at Wimbledon. It's it's a place with history and it's a place where you got to respect the rules. And I just wish he'd just cut out that stuff a bit more and and just focus on being a great role model. That he he's becoming a great role model. Yeah, I um, look. So he's getting there. He's getting there slowly. Let's yeah. let's hope he conducts himself well uh, in this final. But uh, agree, mate. He came in in his best form of his career. 
And let's hope he, he keeps going. Thank you, Josh. Really appreciate it. Ali from Middle Park is on the line as well. Ali, how are you? Yeah, good, boys. Uh, no, just bringing up to say, uh, look, congratulations on the station. It's good. Uh, I've listened for a while, but I was on the app. So good driving around, being a garbler around Brisbane and actually having it on the radio now. So, yeah, love the sport. And, yeah, appreciate you, your boys. And can't wait for the Maddie John show up as well. So, yeah. yeah good doing thing. well, boys. Thanks, Thanks very much, Ali. You've just done my plug for oh, me. I had, to, I had to do that with, uh, yeah. with Matty, but I really uh, appreciate the glory call. up next day, guys, so keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> good, good stuff, mate. Enjoy the day. Cheers, it's, fellas. It's beautiful Thanks. weather out here in Brisbane Town. Wherever you're listening to us, hope you're enjoying the show. Biggest news of the day, of course, Rafa is out of Wimbledon, meaning Kyrgios gets the saloon passage into the final at Wimbledon. We've also got Lazo to come to discuss... Brisbane's first ever premiership. It's a big reunion for the Bronx on Sunday afternoon at Suncorp. It's 6.59. News is fast approaching with Vanessa. Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Heels on 693 SENQ. Queensland made. Wallabies v England tomorrow night at Suncorp Stadium. Tickets almost sold out. You can get yours from Ticket Tech if you're getting along there. It'll be a wonderful night uh, of test rugby. Mm. Uh, but right now, thanks to Bailey Ladders, Bailey Ladders works I trusted for over 60 years as we uh, recap on the show Heels. Uh, the big, big news, Rafa out of Wimbledon, Nick Kyrgios straight through yeah. to his first Grand Slam final. No, Norrie or Djokovic won't be that happy with that. Uh, no, he you comes know, get in a little with bit a, more time passage. and treatment on that shoulder and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get loose and get ready. Sharkies gave uh, the Storm a touch-up. They're just in a little slump Storm at the moment and the Cats now are on top of the AFL. The Cats were really impressive. Mm-hmm. they got a fellow called Sam DeConing De down the back who is being put on a lot of uh, really important jobs and he's getting it done. He's only played 15 matches. I reckon he's a bit of a freak. Look out for him. Blonde bloke down the back. As we've been telling you all week, Suncorp's centre of the sporting universe for the next few days with the Wallabies tomorrow night and then, of course, Sunday afternoon, massive crowd expected there as well. As the Bronx celebrate their first ever premiership, 30 years on, 1992. And uh, Glenn Lazarus was the first player in the history of the game to win premierships with three separate clubs. And he loves coming on our show. It's one of his favourite <laughs> pastimes these days, doesn't he? Morning, Lasso. Morning, Paddy. How are you, mate? I'm very well. You very just well. absolutely love it, hey, don't you, mate? Hey. I love it, Eels, mate. I absolutely love it. Now, yeah, I love I, I've been quite proud of myself this morning. Oh, so yeah. I get stump, I, they try to stump me in on, on a question every day, and I've got, the, I've got them today, right? Oh, okay. And I, we're going to try it with you. Who were the oh, la- who were the top five in the year of '92 when you won the premiership? Do you know? Um, well, we we won the minor premiership by yep. uh, by a fair way. Um, Illawarra. Yes. There was, um, uh, St George. Uh, George, obviously, and um, I can't remember. Yeah. So Newcastle <laughs> yeah, was no, one. I can't so oh, in okay. in the semi final, St George beat Newcastle three two. You remember that? Oh right, no, I don't no. remember that. Mate. And I don't then, what I did yesterday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then there was one more, mate. In the top five, you've only we've only named four. The other one you, uh, you haven't even thought of, have nah. you? West. No, no, West. I oh, West. 
unbelievable. Yeah. Lowest score goal, eh? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, we've had about 18 goes at it each here, Braybrook and I, and we never got close. Hey, listen. Oh, let... I'm very surprised Braybrook didn't get it. Yeah. My God. I know, I know. He, he is the historian. Hey, let me just play. Anyway. Let me just play a little bit of audio. This is this is the famous try from the 1992 Grand Final. Khan now, big test for Khan. Oh, there's no test for Khan. He's back into the field of play. That's why he's the number one. Langer away for Renoff. Renoff. We haven't seen much of him today. Now take a look at him as he crosses the halfway. They won't catch him. He's heading for the corner, and he's over. Rinoff makes it 22 points to four. Uh, get, tell you what, give that try to Willie Kahn. I know Rinoff's run five miles to score it, but Willie Kahn ran four back in the end goal area. How well did he do to get back into the field of play from that kick? Genius Willie Kahn. Rinoff. What a team, Lazza. Ah, oh, mate, that... Uh, gave me goosebumps uh, listening to that. I mean, in that, that at that moment, um, I mean, I think we were, we were travelling okay. We were still in front, but I thought that was the moment that uh, you realise that you you've, you know you're going to win the premiership, and uh, yeah, that that was an amazing time, amazing time. Pre-match, Lazo, I had always had great confidence. I always felt that you're probably going to win, but did you guys feel that? Uh, look, we. Obviously, very confident in our ability. We're a very good side, but uh, yeah, you, you never sort of take anything for granted when mm-hmm. you're playing in big games like that. And uh, I, I got to say, my biggest relief after the after the game was uh, just just uh, relief, the fact yeah. that we'd won. Because um, I, I learned straight away when I came to the club how uh, how determined they were to win a competition and, and the pressure that was on the team to do to do well that year and, and to be able to. To be able to do that, um, yeah, was was wonderful. I'm certain you've been asked this a, a thousand times in your career, but you win with with Canberra and you're groundbreaking. You win with the Bronx, groundbreaking. You win with the Storm, groundbreaking. Have you ever sort of sat back at the, or they like your kids? I mean, it's hard to say which one was best. Yeah, that's right, mate. I mean, it's just it's, it'd be unfair, um, you know, to win. No, no. I, I'm very privileged to have been able to win three grand finals with three different clubs. But what what uh, I feel uh, so much uh, you know so proud about is the fact that it was their first, the clubs first. Yeah. You know, so I have I have DNA in all three of those clubs, and um, I, yeah, I just love all three clubs so much, and uh, and and I'm just so happy now that you know uh, that the Bronx are, are, have turned a corner. Kevy's waved his magic wand there, and now they're becoming. I think becoming a, a, a side that will, will push for grand finals in the coming years. So, no, I can't. I can't separate them, mate. They're all very, very, very good. Although I must say, uh, the celebrations uh, <laughs> that we did with Brisbane was probably probably the biggest. The biggest. They were, my God, the, the people that were lining the, the 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 airport road and then, of course, in the town square that night was just amazing. Yeah, you you did overdo it a little bit, you blokes. Um, now, what <laughs> you had a, a just a wonderful mix of not only skills but personalities in that team to either lift or lead at times in that year that you needed it. Um, how did that team enjoy the the week lead up to the final? Can you remember that? Did they tolerate it? Did they love it, or did they not like it? Yeah, well, you you. 
you learn pretty quickly that uh, uh, the week leading up to the grand finals is probably your most uh, disturbed week. Your yes. most, you know, you don't. Uh, it's not a perfect uh, training week. It's not a not a perfect preparation. But um, I, I look the, the Fulton Road would just you know cram packed with fans just wanting to get involved, and that's what it's all about, mate. You know, the fans getting getting the opportunity to experience it as well, and. Uh, uh, yeah, we had to go to grand final breakfast. Of course, the, in those days, we had to fly down to uh, to Sydney to uh, attend that. So it is a very disturbing. But um, you know, we we had some wonderful form going into that, and I think that's really important um, at semi-finals time. Is you know, you got to have momentum, and we had a lot lot of momentum going in. We we were going to beat our, I, I, I think anyway, we were going to beat ourselves other than St George. I just think that if yeah, we we went out there and did what what we do best. We would win them, and and it, and we did. But uh, you know, you you never take anything for granted. But um, yeah, we're a, we're a really really good side. The big uh, uh, the big debate, of course, is uh, eighty nine Raiders versus ninety two ninety two yeah. uh, Broncos. And uh, you know, it, it, uh, the only the only thing I can say is, well, I, no matter what happens, I'll win. <laughs> you get a ring. You'll get a ring either way. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, yeah, just a wonderful time there, mate. Uh, the sad thing, I suppose, is this: you know, there's been this rift between Red Hill and and Benny, and and Wayne won't be there on Sunday. He said, but what was he like, mate? You know, leading up to that. Yeah, he uh, he, he he was Wayne, mate. Yeah, he was Wayne. The only time he ever saw a different Wayne Bennett was when we played Canberra for some reason. He always used to get all excited, and we'd have to tone him tone it down a bit. We'd have to <laughs> pull him in the line, say, "Hey, you know, we got this, Wayne. We got this." You know, but he was, anyway. But uh, look, he he uh, he uh, was just Wayne, and uh, what, what I what I think uh, was the masterstroke. He he gave. A lot of the uh, decisions to the players, you know. I mean, he yeah. obviously put his touches on it, but you know, the Alfies and the Kevin Walters, you know, these sorts of these two guys ran the show on the field, and you know, he gave them so much responsibility. And then, he, you know, I was a you know team leader, and you know, we had we had quite a few uh, team leaders. So yeah, he just sort of yeah, he came up with a game plan, showed us some video, you know, and then you know, waved his magic wand around game day and, and the way we went but um, yeah he uh, it's a shame he's not going to be there because he was obviously a huge part of not only 92 but obviously Broncos history so uh, it's a shame and let's hope that, that we can we can mend things I'm half expecting him to turn up through a back door and sit with you blokes he would do it for the players <laughs> I'm sure but it's just the, oh, yeah. the friction that came in at board level to staff level in his last year um, of the Broncos that he still hasn't got over. But uh, he would he would really love to be with you, blokes. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he would. Absolutely, mate. I think you know he, he's created and he's made so many many close friendships uh, over his coaching career, and you know it all started here for him. Really, mm. you know, I mean, he had a year in Canberra, but um, you know he he came here and. And this is everyone remembers Wayne as the Broncos coach, you know, through those wonderful nineties and early two thousands. And uh, I just, yeah, it'd be sad if he doesn't celebrate with us in some shape or form. We've got a couple of other functions we're going to do over the over the coming weeks. But um, yeah, it'd be nice to be able to see the big long neck. 
<laughs> and, uh, I reckon he'll be lurking in the corridor. The big neck will come around the door. <laughs> oh, there they are. In you get in there. Uh, uh, Mate, yeah, hey, put a real damper on I, everything. But my, anyway, my fingers are crossed, Lazo, that you like reunions. How many are you going to go to over the next 20, <laughs> yeah, 30 no, years? Uh, next four, well, next four years. Anyway, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, they're, they're great. In fact, um, Canberra and uh, uh, Melbourne have one every year. Yes. They have an old boys reunion, which are wonderful. Broncos are sort of they're dragging the chain a little bit in that in that regard. We do try to get together at times, but um, I just love it, mate. Yeah, but when you win a grand final with a group of blokes that you've trained hard and started training in november the year before uh you do you do create bonds and uh and it's just great to see the guys and yeah i, I love going to them it gets me out of the house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's seven fifteen. breakfast with pat and heels we're talking to uh, uh glenn lazarus one of the greatest ever broncos hey we were talking about benny and i and alf in that match was uh, clive churchill medalist i remember alf always saying to wayne that without me you would have been nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Sam Becker said that to me. So, you know, I've always got someone that. <laughs> oh, first, first training run in first grade at Canberra, Sammy put his arm around. He said, "Stick with me, son, and I'll make you a star." So, you know, we went from there, basically. But uh, look, yeah, uh, look, Alan Lang, Alan Lang is a uh, an enigma, mate, both personality-wise and talent-wise. I don't think we'll ever see another. Alan Langer type player, he, he just, I mean, honestly, the bloke's two foot tall and, uh, you know, they actually had to change the laws of the game to stop him from doing his old karate-style tackles. On yeah, the two like, yeah. Big zero would come flying at him and next minute he'd be straight down on his face. He wouldn't know what was going on. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I mean, Alan, yeah, look, I mean, we all know Alfie. Alfie's just a wonderful, wonderful player. He, uh, yeah... I mean, he pulled things out. I've seen him win games on his own. If he, you know, if he's had a big enough bet on a team, he he would make. Hey, 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 hey! Oh, <laughs> no, have, have we got the ten second no, delay no. there, Brixie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's not true. He's, uh, he, yeah, he's a wonderful player. And, hey. and, and yeah, yeah, Lazo, just great to chat and enjoy the weekend, mate. I'm certain it's just it's going to be it's going to be very very special for you all. Good on you, Lazo. Yeah, I hope I see everybody at uh, Suncorp on Sunday too. I think it's going to be a wonderful day and see see some of uh, the younger kids coming through with the Broncos and uh, let's hope they can get one over the Dragons. Yep. Good stuff. Uh, history maker. Bro. All right, boys. Thanks, mate. Yeah, Great to Thank chat. You. Thanks to Barley Ladders, bringing you safety and efficiency to the worksite for over 60 years. Breakfast with Pat and Heels on 693 SENQ. Traffic and weather together. We've got reports this morning at the Ipswich Motorway at Darra that there's some sun glare causing traffic to slow coming up the hill after the Centenary Motorway overpass, so drivers want to use a bit of extra caution in that area. At Tui Road, Tarragindi, there's been a single car crash. It has now cleared but has caused some delays around there. We've also got a bit of congestion happening South Pine Road at Everton Park, Hoyland Street at Brackenridge, as well as Cooper's Camp Road at Barden. The forecast today, sunny, a top of 20. 20 degrees for Brisbane, staying sunny over the weekend with tops of 19. Right now, 12 degrees. Now, what about your Lions? Oh, my goodness. Seven changes. I know. So you've got we wow. knew Rich and Zorks out with hammies. Mm. Uh, 
like you've got three, I think, three or four under COVID protocols. Yeah, that's not ideal. Jared Berry as well with a hamstring. So yeah. I don't know what, what um, that sounds contagious as well <laughs> at the club at the moment. <laughs> All right, well... Fingers crossed they've got the depth to still beat Essendon. Well, I mean, when you look at the ins, though, we've got Mitch Robinson's slots right back in, Mm -hmm. as does Darcy Fort, who was a bit rough to get dropped considering his form early in the season when he was replacing Eric Hipwood. Um, But great to see Nakia Cocker too named again, as well as Reese Matheson, Beast Mode, always good to have him back in the side. So. Yeah, look, I, I'm not worried when I look at the ins um, because, yeah, hopefully they can cover it just fine. Wendy, you're, you're completely obsessed with this team, eh? Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> no worry. Zorks is under pressure for next year. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Gibson. <laughs> so Sunday afternoon, Lions and Essendon at the Gabba and then uh, Bronx and Dragons at Suncorp. What an afternoon of footy. What yep. a double header. Um, don't forget, yeah. too, that long walk is happening um, for NAIDOC week from mm-hmm. yep. uh, that goes from Southbank to the Gabba. That's right. Um, yep. So that's always a really fun event to get involved with. Yeah, and if you can't be involved, you can listen to them both on SEN because we've got them here. Vanessa, thank you very much. It's uh, 719 here. Breakfast Patton Heels. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Heels on 693 SENQ. Queensland made. And entries close on Sunday. This is your last chance to grab that coveted seat mm. in the box for State of Origin, the decider. SENQ's rookie recruit. Your chance to be part of the SENQ commentary team in a private suite at Suncorp for the decider. Now, I don't know about calling the game. You'll be sitting back having a little drink and uh, something to nibble on while Sats and Mark Braybrook call the game and call a mighty Queensland victory. All you've got to do is record yourself, and as the entries close on Sunday, record yourself calling some of the game. So around 15 or 20 seconds worth. Then tag us at Instagram or Facebook at SEN Queensland. So at SENQLD. Or email us, Heels, one word, Heels at sen.com.au. Or you can call us live uh, on 13 13 55, the uh, Brighton Homes Open Line. Of course, the, the Brighton Homes Open Line is also open today for calls where we've got a chance to give away a couple of goal cards, a couple of double passes to the test tomorrow night, Wallabies in England at Suncorp. Is it a couple of passes? Yeah, a couple of, I think, two of double, double goal. passes. Double gold. Goal class passes. To the test, and it's going to be a big, big crowd. Hey, speaking of our rookie recruit, I think, Brixie, we've had an entry from Andy, the Hoppies ambassador. Three minutes to go in the big game. State of Origin, SENQ Stadium. New South Wales lead. Two points in it. Fittler passes to Alexander. Quick pass out to Braybrook. Oh, no. Braybrook (laughs) drops the ball. Butterfingers Braybrook. He drops the ball. It's a game of inches. Billy Slater. Flying through, picks up the ball, passes to Hoppies. Hoppy sends a bullet pass to Smith. Cameron Smith passes to Welsh. Paddy Welsh, travelling like a Bundaberg steam train. Fence off one, fence off another. Can Queensland do it? One minute remaining in the big match. Welsh puts it on the boot, sends it into orbit. Here he comes, flying down the wing. It's Healy. Healy leads into the air. He's caught it. It's a try. It's a try. He scores. Queensland win. It's a miracle. 
Well, I'll tell you what. If Good he doesn't, kick, Patty. Good if kick, he, mate. If he doesn't get the corporate seat box, he'll be getting a free car wash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got a mention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're in, Andy. You, you got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, I'm not sure he'll be able to sit next to Mark. Um, <laughs> Uh, we, no, he just said he's not sitting next to me at the footy. <laughs> Weekly top performer, thanks to Indian Motorcycles, America's first motorcycle company. Uh, we've been debating this, but I, I, look, I don't think there's much debate this week. Uh, uh-huh. we, we don't often get a Wimbledon finalist. And I know this has been thrust upon us this morning with, uh, if you're just joining us, Rafa has withdrawn with uh, an ab strain, with a torn muscle in his uh, in his ab. And uh, he is out, so Nick Kyrgios gets the saloon passage straight into the final. Where, I mean, obviously Djokovic has got to overcome an informed Cam Norrie, but uh, if you're a betting man, you'd have to think it's going to be a Kyrgios-Djokovic final. So Kyrgios for me with a, a close second, Isla Tomlianovic, who reached the quarters again. She had another great week. Yeah, she uh, might have started and, something. And eh? Kubler, Jason Kubler, picking up over three hundred grand for his his advance there. There were so many good good Aussie stories out of Wimbledon this year, but it's pretty hard to go past Kyrgios for me. Um, yeah, no, that's a good call, and that's probably right. I'll just draw attention to the Australian cricket team mm-hmm. getting those Sri Lankans out in their own conditions in 23 overs in the yeah. second innings last week. That's an excellent uh, performance, and they start again today. I quite like the thinking of swapping Stark, who had very limited bowling to do anyway, yeah. uh, for Maxwell, which might add to our spin attack and uh, improve the batting. So I th- I think that's a pretty good idea too, and uh, Pat Cummins sort of agrees. Probably makes it easier, um, you know, having plenty of kind of other options. So we've got Greeny there, obviously is a high class quick bowler. Trap Head, Marnus. Um, so I think it makes it a bit bit easier to to know we've got plenty of bowling if we need it. Even Nate Lyon kind of can lock him in for one end um, for most of the day. And, yeah, I think if the wicket plays lots of tricks, I think the batting is going to be the area that you, you've got to try and find those extra 20, 30 runs somewhere. Doesn't sound like the wicket's going to be too different to the nah. first one they played on, eh? It was turning square the other day. Yeah. Travis Head. Just, I mean, the amount of turn he was getting yeah. it was unplayable. And he's not known as a turner. So mm. that's that's uh, very dangerous. And Cam Green, he's uh, perfect. Now use your balance. Use the balance that you give the bowling attack and the batting attack, but he's got to get some overs into him and uh, hopefully he can stay on his feet so that he can bat as well as he did last week too. Yeah, so they're talking about Maxwell coming in. So he could, what, bat eight? <laughs> Would that be right? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Or use use Maxwell in a role. Doesn't mm. matter about an order. Righto, Maxie, you're next in. You mm. know, that type of role. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we're going to be deep. All right. Well, that was our performer of the week. So, uh, what so happened? We put Kyrgios on the motorbike, well, didn't we? Yeah. Well, well I put Kyrgios yep. on the motorbike. I think you're, so. You're trying to fit eleven Australians on the motorbike. Yeah. The sidecar's not that big. Yeah. Thanks to Indian Motorcycles, America's first motorcycle company since 1901. Make the first move. It is 7:30 here on Breakfast with Pat and Heels. The Friday Jump with Tom Hackett. Thanks to Ladbrokes. Uh, Cuzzy Bray's been on the line. He said he'd like two tickets to the test, Wallabies, to seal the series on Saturday night. Well, you've got to do a little bit more than that, Cuzzy. No, I'm, no I'm with you, Cuz. You, you do a lot. You do a lot for us on the rugby front, so you're in the draw, mate. Definitely. Oh, okay, executive decision. Yeah, well, goes, 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 yeah. Pulls rank. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, I thought we might start with the footy. I mean, it's... Uh, big week. It's yeah, a big like, week of footy. 
and, and and big games last night as well with the, the Sharkies getting up. I don't know. You reckon the Storm are just – I think they're just in a little slump at yeah, the moment, Yeah, this is very unStorm-like what we've yeah. seen the last couple of weeks. But, like, geez, there's some no names in there. There's some new names. They, it normally doesn't up. matter for the no, Storm. That's, that's, the, right. that's the big thing. They've got that next man up philosophy, and yeah. it normally it doesn't bother them. But maybe they're coming back to the pack a little bit. Mm. But I still think when they get there – their yes. stars back. They're still going to be in the mix come September, there's no doubt. All right. A lot of teams getting buys because of Origin on Wednesday night, but what we have left is Knights and Bunnies. Yeah, big game this for the for the Bunnies, really. If they, these are the types of games Souths need to be winning if they are going to be playing finals football. Latrell Mitchell, we know, back in the mix here. South Sydney are the favourites. I thought they'd be a bit shorter here, though. They're $1.55. Newcastle Knights, $2.45. Obviously, the Knights had that good win last week, but overall this year they've been very, very flat. They're still alive. They're still in finals contention, the the Knights here. But, again, this is a game they need to be winning. But I quite like the Bunnies here. I think they'll cover the line as well. Only four and a half points. I think it's a bit short for the line here. So quite keen on the Bunnies to win this one comfortably. Yeah, that's a, that is an interesting one. Righto, the Tigers were pretty average in New Zealand last week, and they're up against the Eels. They've been pretty average all year long, yeah, uh, Eels. Uh, I'd say, actually, they've been below average, if we're being uh, brutally honest, the Tigers. They've been very, very poor. Parramatta Eels, clear favourites here. They're $1.26. West Tigers, $3.90. These are the type of games the Eels generally win, but they did lose the Tigers earlier this season in that Monday public holiday clash where they were looking really good, the Eels, and they sort of threw it away. And then since then, they've been a little bit inconsistent. But I like the Eels to bounce back here. The Lions, 11.5 points. I wouldn't be surprised if the Eels put up a very big score here. Cricket score-esque could be a good game for a same-game multi, this one. We've been talking to Lasso this morning. Big celebrations of the 30th anniversary of their 1992 first-ever grand final win. Bronx and Dragons, Sunday afternoon at Suncorp. Doesn't get much better. Yeah, cannot wait for this one. I think it's going to be an outstanding day. The weather looks pretty good as well. So uh, I, I love nothing better than Sunday afternoon at Suncorp Stadium. It's been an interesting game from a betting perspective because the Broncos were very short. They were $1.40, but... Key outs with Origin, they're now out to a dollar seventy-eight. Good support for the Dragons. They've been two eighty-five into two dollars and five, and they've been sneaky good. The Dragons, they've really yeah. flown under the radar in recent weeks. They've won four of the last five. They're in the eight, despite having a point differential of negative seventy-two. So they're a funny side, the Dragons. But we know Anthony Griffin is a an underrated coach, in my opinion. He he hasn't won a comp, but his teams are they're always in the mix. They're mm. never bad. They're always right there. So this is the type of games that if the Dragons want to play finals, I think they need to win. And I think the Dragons are a good chance. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Upset win. You, know, oh. you know, I've been very bullish to the Broncos this year, Heels. I haven't been off them, but I've just been pretty impressed with what I've seen from the Dragons in recent weeks. And the, the Broncos are in a mini slump of their own. Oh, but Ben Hunt not there. That'll be a big that loss. Is a big, that yeah. is the big loss. He yeah. has been outstanding for the Dragons this year. So it'll be a good test of the Dragons' character as well here. If they can turn up without Ben Hunt, who is clearly their best player and I think uh, adds a lot to the culture of that team. If they can turn up and win without him, then yeah. they might deserve to be in that top eight mix. Yeah, I agree entirely. Hey, before we get into the AFL, Cuzzy Bro's on the line, so he's, oh, he's taking yeah, it. I mean, the same. Even though you're given a free pass by here, yeah. Cuzzy, good morning, mate. Hey, boys, how you going? Yeah, we're very well. Say good day to Tommy. He's in the studio with us this morning as well. Hey, Tommy. Great to speak to hey, the, the reckon, great man in person for the first time. This is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I reckon the Wallabies will do the job on tomorrow night. Yeah, you know? do you? I reckon, I reckon the Southern Hemisphere will reign supreme. and I think the All Blacks will smash Ireland and with the good team they got, and Wallabies will take down England. But you know who mobs is, don't you? You know the mobs. You know much about mobs? Hill? No, I don't. So that cup, obviously, it's, you know, oh. Ella. Oh, the Ella. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah, was yeah. a war hero, wasn't he? Who played nine tests well, he, for England. He played nine tests for, he played nine tests for England, right? 
plays yep. more. You know, he's a bit of a legend for Northampton, sorry, in England and rugby. But yeah, he was killed in Belgium in 1917. He was attacking a machine gun post and his body's never been found. But, yeah, it's interesting that his name's on the cup. But, yeah, that's right. Um, it's good to uh, honour a war veteran like 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 this guy. But, uh yeah, that's good call. Hey, nothing better than England lose than anything. I agree. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't get us in trouble here. Yeah, right? Right, man, look at that. Yeah. You're just dropping out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we may have to move on to the AFL thing, but you're, yeah, in, the, you're, in, the, you're in the running for the uh, the gold class tickets. Thanks, Cousy. Swans and Bulldogs. Terrific game, this mm. one. Uh, really looking forward. I think it'll be a pretty exciting affair. Swans are the favourites here. They're $1.60. The Western Bulldogs are $2.35. They're a tough side to get a read on at the moment, Sydney, because they're l- winning games they probably shouldn't, and they're losing games they definitely should be winning. They lost to Essendon last week. They were quite poor. The Bulldogs we saw were pretty disappointing, especially in the second half of that game against the Brisbane Lions last Thursday night. So, uh, But I'm not sure there's as much between these two teams as the current market suggests. Swans have the, the home ground advantage, but I think the Bulldogs here at $2.35 are a decent chance of pulling off an upset here because I really think this is a, a genuine coin toss. I've got these two teams. On their day, I think either can beat the other. Yeah, both hard to read, aren't they? Uh, Collingwood in the sixth position, North Melbourne, absolute chaos. Yeah, absolute chaos is, uh, is putting it nicely. Heels, I just wanted to touch on this game because this is a shorter price favourite as we've seen all year. We haven't seen odds like this since the Suns and the Giants first came into the competition. That's the level okay. North Melbourne are at at the moment. Collingwood are a dollar two. Jeez. North Melbourne are fifteen dollars to get the job done here. The line is fifty three and a half points. So punters have just completely deserted North Melbourne and with good reason. They've been a pretty abysmal over the last few weeks. They've they've not they're not only losing, they're losing by forty plus every week. So if they can keep it between one to thirty nine, I think they'll they'll consider that a big win North right. Melbourne. They've lost their last thirteen. The favorite has covered the line in ten of the last eleven games between with North Melbourne involved. And right. North Melbourne haven't been the favourite. So have, they're not winning and they're not covering the line either. Have a look at this Braybrook has just leapt out of his seat and straight to his Ladbrokes account <laughs> to unload the, at the, the dollar, dollar two. two. Yeah, it's the right in his two. wheelhouse. Are his figures. And now, big out for the Suns. No Isaac Rankin. No Isaac Rankin. That's seen the market switch again. This market's been back and forth all week. Dustin Martin was ruled out for Richmond. That saw the Suns backed into favourites. Now, they really well backed early in the week. 2.45, got as short as $1.87, back out to $1.95 now. Richmond were $1.95 into $1.87. So, really big game for both sides. Richmond, they basically need to be winning games like this to be any chance of finishing top four. And we know the Gold Coast Suns have got that good draw home on the way home, but you've still got to be winning games of 40 to play top eight. So it's a massive, massive occasion for both these sides. I think it could be uh, maybe the underrated game of the week. They've got a history of playing some really good games. Obviously, in the dark days of Richmond, Gold Coast had a couple of big wins over the Tigers, uh, most famously with Carmichael Hunt kicking a winning goal after the siren. So uh, there's a bit of rivalry between these two sides. So I think this could be an absolute cracker. Might be the game of the round. Yeah, righto. This, well, St Kilda want to keep climbing, but they're up against Fremantle. Another candidate for the game around this one, and, and again, it's very similar in betting. There's nothing between these two teams. St Kilda have been well backed. They've been backed into favouritism. Two dollars five into a dollar a dollar eighty seven. Fremantle a dollar ninety five. 
St Kilda, it's hard to know what to make of them. They're very inconsistent. Their best yeah. football is very good, but they are more than capable of throwing in a stinker or two. And I, I just, I do like Fremantle. I think Fremantle are the more consistent side. I think they're they've got a better game plan overall. I think they know what their game plan is. St Kilda, I'm still not exactly sure they know what their best style style of footy is. So St Kilda at home have been pretty poor. They've failed to cover the line in seven of their last nine at Marvel Stadium. So I like Fremantle here to win straight out here at the dollar ninety five. As Vanessa told us in intricate detail, massive changes to the lines, four them because of injury, and three because of COVID protocols. Yeah, not ideal timing there for the Lions. They are still clear favourites here against the Bombers, though. They're a dollar thirty. The Brisbane Lions, Essendon are three dollars sixty. The the Gabba factor does play a big role here for the Lions. We know how good they are in front of their home fans. They've won 16 of their last 17 at the Gabba, and Essendon have failed to cover the line the last four times they've been at the Gabba as well. So I think Brisbane can uh, reproduce their best footy again. I think they'll win. They can cover the line here, which is 23 and a half points. Uh, Friday jump with Tommy Hackett. It's 7.41 here on Breakfast with Patton Heels, and we'll be back to talk a little racing right after this. IMAR Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Heels on 693 SENQ. Queensland made. Thanks to Ladbrokes, this is the Friday Jump with Tom Hackett. Not too late to join us for a shot at those tickets to the test tomorrow night, the Gold Class tickets, 13, 13, 55. Um, we're going to talk a little bit of Wimbledon because there's a little bit more through. Uh, you may have been on the way in this morning. Heels threw up the possibility. Why can't Taylor Fritz? <laughs> oh, a, a lucky loser in the semifinal. Yeah, okay. And you're starting to gain a little bit of support. <laughs> New York Times tennis writer Christopher Clary has just shared that perspective and believed that despite the scenario only hand, occurring a handful of times, it was worth investigating. It happens so rarely, but I still think it's worth in exploring. So you've got some powerful allies here. So. Mm. What's happening now that, that Rafa's out? Well, Nick Kyrgios now on the second line of betting, $4 to win his maiden Grand Slam. Novak Djokovic, he's still got to get through a semifinal, but he's a dollar twenty-five to win the tournament. Poor old Cam Norrie, they're down to three. He's still $23. So uh, <laughs> he'll, if, I, was basically the market saying Novak Djokovic will be about $1.20. So if he does win this semifinal and plays Nick Kyrgios, he'll be a dollar twenty in the final. Nick Kyrgios would be around that four dollar mark. Oof. If Norrie was able to stun Djokovic, then you, the bookies have to redo the entire scenario because I'm not sure they've really factored that one in. So uh, our market saying it's to be Novak Djokovic, Nick Kyrgios Grand Slam final, and that could be a very very spicy affair. We're just in that tweener time, aren't we, for the racing? Uh, so Caulfield tomorrow, we've got the Sir John Monash uh, Group Three. Yeah, this is a good race to Sir John Monash. We sort of, it's definitely in that in-between time, but you're starting to see a few of these good horses re-emerge, starting their spring campaigns a little bit early. Some of these not necessarily top liners, but still good horses in their own right. And there's exactly one of those horses here in the Sir John Monash stakes, Oxley Road, trained by uh, Ludbrokes' own Peter Moody. Uh, he's a very good horse, Oxley Road, and Moody's has targeted this race specifically for this horse first up because he does have a very good record at Caulfield. Five starts at Caulfield for two wins, a second, and two thirds thirds. One of those thirds was over this exact tri- uh, trip in the Oakley Plate at Group 1 level. So this is a genuine dropping class from that. He always runs well first up here, Oxley Road. Lukey Nolan will take him straight to the front here from Barrier 5. I think he's going to be very, very tough to run down Oxley Road. I think he is extremely well placed here by Peter Moody. The main danger is Ashford Street, who's absolutely flying at the moment. Three wins from his four race starts and he's been winning in impressive style as well. So he's 650. So I'm happy I'll be having my, my major bet on Oxley 
Road at the 290. But I want to have a little bit on Ashford Street here at 6.50, so I'm not losing if he wins the race. Uh, we've got the winner stakes at Randwick. Another heavy truck in Randwick. We, we've got a couple of nice weeks uh, in Sydney without racing on a heavy surface, but it's once again a heavy 10 here. Uh, Taksu, the last start winner, is the favourite. Been good support for Chief Altoni. It's into $3.40. Jojo was a man racing really well for John Thompson's there at $5.50. But I really think this is a really open race, and there's a host of horses I think can run a big race at a price. And one of them is for uh, the Anthony and Sam Friedman combination. They've got agreeable. They've sent from Sydney, uh, from Melbourne to to Sydney here. He's $26 to win, $6 to place this man. She, This is a genuine step up, but she is a progressive type. She's got, uh, she's definitely racing in career best form. She gets in really well at the weights here, and she does have good heavy track form. So she ticks a few boxes here, agreeable at a really big price in what to me is a very open race. I think luck in running could be key. So happy to have something agreeable at the big price. Well, we've got Percy from Arundel about ready to call a state of origin for us, but uh, uh, what do you want to finish with the racing? Well, we better look at our uh, tour in the July Cup in uh, in England. Obviously, he went so close in that Platinum Jubilee Stakes during the Royal Ascot meeting. He gets another chance to claim a Group 1 here into July Cup, and he's on the second line of betting. He's $4.80. Perfect Power is the favourite. It's the three-year-old Colt. It won the Commonwealth Cup at Royal Ascot. It's a very progressive horse. It's $3.40. Artorias is there at four eighty. Creative Force, who also comes out of that Platinum Jubilee, $6.50. But we know Artorias is a chance. He might do what he always does, though, and flash home, sneak into the places, and we'll say, oh, we better be on next start. <laughs> Percy? The state, Hills are said, Patty. how are you, mate? Anyone that goes live with their state of origin calls will get extra points. So oh. you go for it right now, mate. Looks the stage is yours. We're at the final 30 seconds of state of origin three for 2022 with the scores locked up. Paulo plays it. Cook takes it from dummy half with Munster making the tackle. Hold on. Munster stolen on a one-on-one tackle. He's away. He's at the halfway mark with Cleary, Teddy and Toho in chase. Oh, no. He's straight to Hammy. They could run him down, he's at the halfway, he's at the 40, but Toho and Teddy are closing in. But wait, here comes Cobbo! This teenage monsters and Queensland sensation is screaming for the ball wide on Munster's left. He hears him fire the ball at like cars 20 metres, hit Cobbo on the chest for 25 metres to go, and the full time hoot has sounded. He's at the 20, he's at the 10, he's, he's... <laughs> He's put it all on the line. <laughs> He's blown up. That passage of play seemed to go for a long time. <laughs> I don't think Selwyn Cobbo was that slow. <laughs> Actually, Perse, is he still on? Perse, you there? I am. I am. You started like a newsreader, then you finished like Alf. (laughs) You were up there, weren't you? (laughs) Very good, mate. Very good. (laughs) A bit of fun. Thanks, Alf. Glad to be able to contribute. Thanks, person. I think Kevin's worried. I reckon reckon someone's done a a hammy the way he's covered that last 35 (laughs) metres. What happened there? Did Percy blow up? I think I think everyone blew up. <laughs> hey, Tommy, just a great weekend ahead, isn't it? You know, we've got Wallabies, we've got the oh. Bronx, and then we've got State of Origin next week, and we'll talk to you next week about what's happening with State of Origin. And, of course, an Australian, an Australian in the Wimbledon final. It doesn't get much better. It's a great time to be a Queenslander, great time to be Australian. We've got the Tour de France as well. We've yeah. had Australians win there as well. So, no, it's been a big week, and hopefully it gets even bigger on Sunday. Stay with us. I'm going to get your best bet for the weekend. It's 7.52 here on Breakfast with Patton Heels. Thanks to Ladbrokes, this is the Friday Jump with Tom Hackett. See, some people can be cruel. 
We've got a text here. Cobbock took two minutes to run 20 metres. Obviously, he's got knees like Percy. <laughs> <laughs> but Grant has, has – look, he's a polarising figure. We know that. Sorry, boys. I know he's an Aussie, and I'm, but I'm so disappointed. Kyrgios has walked into the final. means he'll now re- be remembered as a Wimbledon finalist. Could even be remembered as a Wimbledon winner, Grant, but this is a shame for the sport in my view. Hmm. Yeah, Tommy? Good comments. What's your best? I'm heading to Perth. This weekend, Paddy. You know, I, I don't normally venture to the mm. west, but I'll mm. normally leave that to you. But yes. uh, I like one early in the day here at Belmont. Race one, number 10, Diamond Command. Currently $3.60 with Ludbrokes. Had two race starts. Was really good on debut. Last start, absolutely stormed home to just miss. So it's got a really nice turn of foot, this filly. I think she's got a fair bit of upside. So number race one, number 10, Diamond Command at Belmont for me this weekend. All right. Hills has marked that down. He's got writing all over here. And I've put it in my race guide that I'll have with me. Not this (laughs) other piece of paper that might get lost. Let me make someone's day. Ali from Middle Park. Andrew from Mount Cotton, you are going to the oh. Wallabies England Test in gold class seats. Right, well, you deal with Cuzzy Bro next week. Bad luck, Cuz, you missed out. And all our other callers this morning, you don't leave empty-handed. You get that fabulous Signet Power Bank valued at sixty bucks. So uh, it's been a fun morning, Hills. Right, oh, we've and been a fun weekend. Packed over the two hours, Tommy. Thank you very much. Thank you, this? boys. Have a great weekend. Tommy was touching on it. Wimbledon, cricket, rugby, Lions, Broncos, supercars, golf. The Scottish Open's going. Racing and Tour de France. My goodness. That's the show. We'll be back 6 o'clock Monday morning. See you, everyone. Morning glory from 9. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.